الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لئن شكرتم لازيدنكم ولئن كفرتم ان عذابي لشديد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم انما الاعمال بالنيات وانما لامرئ ما نوى او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مؤسسه العلماء الكرام بردتنا اللز الله تعالى باونديز are beyond what we can enumerate we cannot imagine every second every moment the countless nemets and bounties of allah taala that we benefit from we enjoy every moment but greater than all the material bounties and benefits are the nemets of deen the nemet of iman which is above everything and then the tawfiq that allah tbaraka wa taala blesses somebody to do something good to undertake some righteous action there is no price that one can put to that the whole world the whole universe cannot pay for that what is the value of that tawfiq the tawfiq to say one subhanallah that alone is beyond what this whole universe can contain what it can what the value of this universe is it cannot pay for that tawfiq that allah taala has given somebody to say one subhanallah all these nemets all these bounties require shukr whether it is the material bounties that we benefit from every second every moment whether it is the physical nemets allah taala has blessed us with and more than everything else the bounties of deen this ni'mat of iman the ni'mat of the quran sharif the ni'mat and the tawfiq of performing salah of doing any other righteous actions this too requires shukr this is not our achievement that we should be feeling something that i did something feel proud about ourselves no we haven't done anything it is purely the gift the grace of allah taala that allah taala allowed somebody to take his name allah taala allowed somebody to put his head on the ground before allah taala the value of that one sajda this whole world cannot come to a fraction of that value it's nothing so together with all this over and above it Allah Taala blesses somebody to dedicate the time to seclude himself in the house of Allah Taala in this Mubarak month of Ramadan in this most precious and valuable time of the last 10 days of Ramadan Allah Taala blesses somebody with the tawfiq of i'tikaf really we cannot imagine what a great ni'mat and bounty this is and we can never ever make enough shukr we can spend our whole lives in sajda for this one fraction of time but that too won't fulfill the rights of shukr for this bounty of allah taala those of us who have been blessed with this very great ni'mat of making sunnat i'tikaf this is indeed tremendously great even those who might be in nafil i'tikaf that too is no small thing that too is something which has tremendous value in the sight of allah taala obviously the sunnat i'tikaf has its own very great virtues but every bit of this tawfiq this is something that we have to be tremendously grateful for Now, this is the aspect that we have to be making the shukar what is the shukar how do we make the shukar the shukar is incumbent upon us because in the ayat of the quran sharif while on the one hand allah taala says la in shakartum la azidannakum that if you are grateful 
then I will increase my ni'mat. I will increase the bounties. But in the very same breath, in the same ayat, Allah Ta'ala said, وَلَا إِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيمٌ But if you are ungrateful, Allah Ta'ala warns about his punishment, then my punishment is also severe. So one is to be grateful, to be fulfilling this, well, nobody can fulfill this right of shukar, but to be expressing the shukar, that is an incumbent duty. But it is not that if a person doesn't do this, then it's, well, he was supposed to have done something, he would have achieved a lot, but he didn't get anything. No, it's a dangerous situation. It's either a person is grateful, and he will gain tremendously. But if he's not grateful, he's going to be ungrateful. It's not a neutral situation. That is neither grateful nor ungrateful. Lack of gratitude is ingratitude. The lack of shukr is na shukri. So if a person is not going to be grateful, this is going to lead to being ungrateful. And being ungrateful, Allah Ta'ala warns, وَلَا إِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ If you are ungrateful, then beware, my punishment is severe. So, the shukr for everything is according to what that na'mat is all about. Somebody has given us some garment as a gift, the shukr of that is to wear it. That's the gratitude. The person will see us wearing it, he'll feel happy. And if he sees us using that garment to wipe our windscreen, to polish our shoes, he'll be terribly disheartened and disappointed that this person's got no gratitude. Maybe he said verbally some words of gratitude, but in reality he's got no gratitude. So the shukr for that was to wear it. The shukr for food, somebody gave us something, mashallah, presented something to eat. So the shukr for that, apart from verbally thanking him, is to eat something from there. That's what's going to please his heart. But now we decided that, well, mashallah, this is looking so nice, so I'm going to take it and display it permanently. So after two days it's going to start rotting. Maybe after one day it might start rotting. That's not the shukar for it. The shukar is to partake of it. So that is supposed to be eaten, will be eaten. That's the gratitude. So everything has its particular way of expressing the gratitude. One is obviously the verbal shukar. That if somebody has given us something, so we'll say jazakallah, we'll give him some words of dua, we'll express our happiness on it. But... Like then it has to be used in that way which expresses that shukr in reality. Similarly, this very very great na'mat and bounty of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this time in his house. Can we imagine, we see somebody coming close to, approaching our house, person is all filthy, dirty, and he's even saying he wants to come inside. If the door is closed, if it's open, we'll close it. And if it's just closed, we'll lock it. This person, how are we going to allow him to come into our house? He's so dirty, so filthy, can get the smell from the distance and what not. We might even chase him away. But consider ourselves, it's not the external self, but the internal self that Allah Ta'ala sees. The external self obviously has to be according to Sharia, according to Sunnah. But what really Allah Ta'ala sees is what is in the heart. And that is what is completely open in front of Allah Ta'ala, what is in our heart. Now if we think about it, that, that filth, Allah forbid is in our heart, and whatever else was there, but despite all that Allah Ta'ala called us, Allah Ta'ala invited us into his home, and he brought us into his home. Because we could not, not have come without his bringing us here. These footsteps are not taken, they are made to be taken. So therefore this is something that we cannot be grateful enough. Now one part of that gratitude is that we express the shukar verbally also. We make two rakat salat shukar. We express the hamd of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Allahumma lakal hamd, Allahumma la uhsi thana'an alayk. Allah cannot encompass the what gratitude should be expressed. Allah, you are as you have praised yourself. Gratitude to Allah Ta'ala is praising Allah Ta'ala. So that is one part of this gratitude. But then the other very important part is now how is this ni'mat going to be utilized? This time that Allah Ta'ala has freed us from everything around, 
Allah Ta'ala allowed us to be in his house. Now this is that very important part of that shukar is how we are going to use this opportunity. This is an opportunity. A person has been given the opportunity, come and take what you want, all this gold and silver and diamonds and rubies and wealth of the world is all lying here. You have this limited time, but you can take what you want. Now he says, but look, I need to sleep more than normal also. And I haven't met somebody for so long now. I have got a lot of things to catch up in terms of talking to him and so many other things. When the time comes now, he has to leave empty-handed. He says, this person wasted his time. And this person didn't realize what was here, what was the value and what was the wealth that was available. More than all the wealth of the world is the wealth of Akhirat that Allah has given us the opportunity to take. That opportunity got lost, it might come again also. But this time that got lost to acquire the Akhirat, that time will never come back. That second that was gone is gone forever. And whether we will have more life, Allah knows, we don't know. We got no guarantee whether that life is still there, how long is it there. So therefore this opportunity we have to take wholeheartedly, very very seriously. You say life is not serious, don't make life too serious, indeed. Don't make life too serious, but life is not a joke also. Don't make life too serious in the sense that yes, there is a time for a person's relaxation also, for him to relax, to be resting, there is a time for some light-heartedness also. There's a time for some mental relaxation also. But there is never a moment where a person can cross the line of responsibility. That a person crosses the line of reality. That what is the reality of what he has been blessed with? He has been blessed with a very valuable opportunity. He has to make the best of this time. And he has to acquire the maximum. So therefore this is that very important part of that shukari is that now how are we going to spend this time? So for this, one very important thing is to even know what we are doing. Many of the amal, mashallah, we perform it because we know it's a very good thing to do. But to be conscious of what a great amal it is. That istihzar, consciousness. Consciousness of the fadail, of the virtues. That consciousness spurs a person to do something better. A person is walking from home and coming to the masjid. Now, if he's conscious of the fadail, that he made wudu thoroughly at home first. Man tawadda'a fa'ahsanal wudu. Nabi Salaam says a person made wudu, and he made a very good wudu, proper wudu, fulfilling all the sunnats, the adab, mustahabbat, etc. And now he leaves the home for the masjid, then at every step he takes, every step one sin is being forgiven, he's getting one reward, his stages are being increased, by one degree. Now such a great blessing on every step. A person who is conscious of this. When well, he is walking, now he's going. But he's conscious of it. There were those personalities who would take smaller steps going to the masjid. Because at every step, why should I my, deprive myself? But now who's taking the smaller steps? The person who's conscious of the fadail. The person who's conscious of those virtues. Otherwise the person is heedless, he'll carry on. So likewise, we have been blessed with this opportunity. What is this all about? One is, mashallah, this is a great ibadat. It is sunnah mu'akkada ala al-kifaya. So, this is something that those who are, mashallah, making sunnah atikaf are absolving the whole community. But in any case, this is something which there are great rewards for it. And in one hadith sharif, Nabi Islam says that the person who makes a takaf of one day, one day's atikaf, but purely and solely for Allah Ta'ala. No ulterior motive, no other desire, object is only the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Then Allah Ta'ala creates three trenches between him and the fire of Jahannam. And the distance of each trench is like the distance between the east and west. Now this is one hadith sharif which gives the virtue of atikaf. If a person is making sunnat atikaf, mashallah this is a reward. person making nafil atikaf also, this is a reward inshallah. So this is something to be conscious of. That we've come, we've come to gain, 
the closeness of Allah Taala, gain his muhabbat, gain our forgiveness, gain that muhabbat of Allah Taala that drives us now to do that which pleases him all the time and which distances away from his disobedience. So, to be conscious of this. Then together with that, in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, Al-Mu'takifu ya'takifu dhunub. Then the Mu'takif, the person who has secluded himself for atakaf. So what is the result? That he, he is secluded, so to say, he is refraining from sins. Outside, sometimes a person didn't even think about something and he gets, he slips up in a moment, he falls into what not. And in the masjid, mashallah, he's already secluded from so many things. So, he's away from so many sins. Which others sometimes, without even intending, just fall into it. So what is the lesson in this? That mashallah, he is secluded. Now the seclusion, this is what etikaf is all about. One is this physical seclusion. This is the greatest rukan and the greatest fur, so to say, of this Atikaf, that the physical seclusion in the sense that a person is secluded within the boundaries of the masjid. He can't cross the line. Unless for that which is permitted to go out of the masjid, to answer the call of nature, to make wudu, etc. For that he will leave and he will come back as soon as that is done. He will not delay one moment beyond that bare necessity of that time that is required for that. So that is the physical seclusion. But if with the physical seclusion, he did not seclude himself mentally and emotionally as well, then the benefit of that physical seclusion also will be lost. Inshallah the sawab will be attained, but there is something more than just the sawab. Alhamdulillah sawab, that is something which is Allah Ta'ala's gift, Allah Ta'ala's blessing, this great reward. But there is an objective, there is something to be acquired. person has left his house, left his family, left his job, left his work, or left so many things. And he's given everything, put it aside for this period of time, coming to the house of Allah Ta'ala. There's something to achieve out of this. There's something that is aspired for. Alhamdulillah, the rewards are tremendous. Allah Ta'ala will bless us, inshallah, with that. But there's something more than that as well. So what is more than that? That in this seclusion, that a person becomes connected to Allah Ta'ala. Because till we don't cut ourselves off all the other things we are connected to, it's very difficult to build this connection. So for a period of time, a person secludes himself from everything else. So now there is no distraction, there is no barrier, there is no impediment. Now the opportunity is there, the road is wide open. Not that outside he was connected to so many things that everything was impermissible. No, many permissible things. But nevertheless, they become distractions too. The permissible things that he is attached to, that he is involved in, that he is connected to, these two become barriers sometimes. Now here he has secluded himself away from all that. So now that opportunity is there entirely to connect himself to Allah Ta'ala. Heart and soul connect himself to his Rabb. So now what will make this possible? What will make this possible is the seclusion, not just physically now, but mentally secluded, what is termed as yaksui, that a person now, his heart and mind is focused in one direction. Yes, he has his needs, he will sleep to the extent that he needs to rest, it's time to have sehri, iftar, some snack, he'll have that. Somebody is in the habit of having his tea, he'll have his tea. Alhamdulillah, all the facilities, Allah Ta'ala give jazayah khair to the satis of Phoenix and all those who are assisting in this that they have gone out of their way to make all the arrangements. Allah Ta'ala reward them with every good of dunya and akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give them barakat in their life, health, wealth, and in their risk. So Alhamdulillah, all this has been done for us. We have been freed from all these aspects that we would have had to make those arrangements and make those, all the fikr for that. So that is there, a person will have his time to eat, he'll have his time to rest. But then, that is the crucial time, but then after that what? That is what we now need to program ourselves. And to the extent that we have a program for ourselves, to that extent we will remain, inshallah, focused, 
we will remain occupied in what we are supposed to keep ourselves occupied in. The program, one is <coughs> to set ourselves a target for tilawat daily. Inshallah, there will be ample free time. There will be time for the programs and so on. But we have come to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. We haven't come for the purpose of listening to bayans. That is not the object. We haven't come for the purpose of programs. Programs will take place, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of benefit for myself first and foremost for all of us. But that's not the object. These programs are just reminders, just some talim of sort to educate ourselves, to remind ourselves. But this is all towards a purpose. This is not the end in itself. If we have gathered in order to just speak and just listen, then the purpose will get defeated. But this is a means to an end. It's not the purpose itself. So if it was just left at that point, the purpose will get defeated. So this is all meant to remind myself and remind all of us of what our objective is here. So therefore, this program is very, very important, very crucial. And the month of Ramadan and the Quran Sharif, this is hand in hand. And Tilawat, our Kabir, mashallah, we look into their lives and this is coming all the way down from the Slav, from the Sahaba Ikram. And obviously this is what Nabi Islam handed to the Ummah. The Tilawat of the Quran Sharif and the month of Ramadan, this is something which is the speciality of Ramadan. So to maximize Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Now everybody has his own capacity. Somebody, mashallah, can recite very fluently. Somebody is the Hafiz of the Quran Sharif. Somebody is not Hafiz of the Quran Sharif. Everybody has his capacity. So everybody, according to his capacity, to maximize the time. And to set a target. Now somebody will set a target of maybe three paras a day. But that three paras a day might take him five hours. Because that's his capacity, his, his speed of recite, recitation. Now somebody else says he's going to read three paras, so I'll read three paras also. But he's reading the three paras in less than one hour. So that lot of time then is now not being utilized correctly. He has to set his target for nine paras then. So everybody has to set a target and a target which is little but more than what he can comfortably manage in the available time. So that target now will keep him going. So one is a target of Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. So to make a note and if a person actually makes an actual note of it, all the better. Otherwise it is a mental note. that This is my target for Tilawat daily. And even make muzakara with some sati of ours, this is my target. This is not something to show off about. This is something to encourage one another. Inshallah, make dua. This is the target I've set. Allah Ta'ala make it possible for me to now fulfill that, to take the dua of somebody purely for that intention, that it helps us to get to that target. So one is the target of tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif daily. Then, in the month of Ramadan, Nabi Wasallam has encouraged that we have to do four things excessively. The recitation of La ilaha illallah, istighfar, asking Allah Ta'ala for Jannat and seeking refuge from Jahannam. One is, inshallah, we will have the daily zikr. In that we will recite, La ilaha illallah, some other skar. So that will carry on. Over and above that, at least another hundred times, two hundred times, we should set some target. And then, apart from that, tasbihat in terms of istighfar, minimum, that's the bare minimum, three hundred times daily. Three hundred times, even if it's the short formula of istighfar, but very, very deeply, very consciously. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, from the depth of the heart, each time saying astaghfirullah, feeling the heart being cleansed, feeling the heart being washed. Rasulullah says, Tuba. Can you imagine Tuba? This is a word which signifies tremendous good. According to some muhaddithin, this is a tree in Jannat. Some say various other meanings all encompass in this. <coughs> For that person, Niman Wajadafi Sahifatihi istighfar al kathira The person who finds excessive istighfar in his book of deeds. So this is the time to do it. So minimum 300 times. It can happen at one time, distributed at different times, and a lot will get done in the time between our sunnats and the farz. Person was ready in time, he made his sunnats. Now between that sunnats and the first salah, sometimes there's five minutes left, sometimes seven minutes left, sometimes more also. In that time a lot gets done. So 300 times istighfar daily. 
minimum 300 times Durud Sharif daily. Even if it is the short formula of Durud Sharif, at least at the beginning, Durud Ibrahim, one time, three times, or some longer other formulas of Durud Sharif. And then even if it is a short formula of Durud Sharif, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but very well recited with a lot of muhabbat, a lot of love for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, with great respect. So this Durud Sharif, this is a bare minimum. 300 times istighfar, 300 times Durud Sharif, and if we recite the whole third kalima, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, up to this point also, this also at least 100 times, 300 times all the better. Otherwise, the bare minimum, Subhanallah, wa bihamdihi. At least 100 times, 300 times all the better. So this is now a program we have to make. One is maximizing tilawat. Tilawat of the Quran Sharif, each one knows his capacity, each one has to set a target. And we try to keep up to that target. Then this istighfar, minimum 300 times. Durud Sharif, minimum 300 times. So we work out a timetable. This is when I'm going to make my tilawat. This is the time I'm going to slot in this is my slot for istighfar. This is the time I'll decide the Durud Sharif. And we have the whole day and night for this. We have nothing else. So if we keep ourselves occupied in these amal, our time will be spent very profitably. And the main thing, what we've come for, we've come to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. If we keep in these amal, this is what will connect us. There is no button to press elsewhere. There is no dumb that will just take us to some point. A lot of times we are just waiting for somebody to just make some dumb on us. And that dumb is all in the air. We will have to make something, we will have to do some work. That is, somebody that's the exception. Something happened for him, somebody, one miracle happened somewhere. That's not the norm. The norm is that, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا that's the norm, that's the principle Allah Ta'ala said. Those who will strive, will strive to acquire the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will open the pathways of Hidayah for them. Allah Ta'ala will connect them. So we'll have to keep in these amal. So this tilawat of the Quran Sharif, istighfar, durud Sharif, and the third kalima, or at least subhanallah, bihamdihi. <coughs> then together with that, we have spoken about earlier, the remembrance of death. So if we don't start practicing that here, it's not going to happen afterwards. One is, mashallah, we will be listening, we will be reading, we will be engaged in that remembrance of death while we are in that program. But that is more to serve as a reminder to us to do it. To get us into that action, to get us into that amal, into that muraqaba of moth. So to spend some time daily, to fix it, which is going to be my time, two minutes, three minutes, when I'm going to be making this muraqaba, when I'm going to be sitting down and thinking about this moth of mine, so that I connect myself to Allah. All this, this is all, these are ways that we will inshallah connect ourselves to Allah. Apart from this muraqaba of moth, what is the thing to really be talking about this connection with Allah Ta'ala? This in the terminology of the Sufiya Kiram, this is what is termed as nisbat. This is the terminology in the Hadith Sharif, which is Ihsan, that this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, this ever-present consciousness, he used to give this as an example, that supposing a person, he stepped on a thorn, and now the thorn got stuck in his foot, it broke. Now he's trying to take it out, it's not coming out, it's in there. And for whatever reason, it can't come out. Just what? the sake of the example, it can't come out, but it's there. Now the thorn is there, he's conscious of it. Initially, he'll be very conscious of it. Maybe sometimes he might be a little less conscious of it, but he'll never go away. He'll be walking, he'll be conscious of it, it's there. He'll be sleeping also, he'll be conscious of it. That thorn is still there. And sometimes he'll be laughing also with somebody. He will be laughing, some lightheartedness, he'll be talking something. But he will be still forever conscious of that. Hazrat is to go to the point of to then we keep ourselves occupied and we avoid just sitting around and having just idle talks and idle chats. That is something extremely detrimental. Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith in the Atikaf, when people used to gather for Atikaf in Saharanpur, then the first advice he would give in the first day or whatever, among the things he would say was standard thing. Every year he would repeat this. 
that look, whatever a person needs to eat, how much he needs to eat, eat. There's no restriction on that. Because that's a natural restriction on it. How much is a person going to eat? When the time comes, he can't eat anymore. Not that a person should overeat in any case. So how much you want to sleep, sleep. Because that too, there's a natural restriction on it. After a while, person's sleep will break. So, that too is a natural restriction on it. He says, but ek kam mat karo, zubang bandro, mat bolo. Don't do one thing, don't talk. Meaning, idle talk, just idle chatter, just sitting in groups. This is something very, very detrimental. This is something that will start depleting everything. So, sometimes somebody wants to engage us in some conversation, etc. What you're doing and how you came, you know. Inshallah, I'll tell you after Ramadan. In a nice way, Inshallah, I'll tell you after Ramadan. And Inshallah, you can uh, also, what do you call, tell me also when you came and how you came and everything about what you're doing and which business you have. And Inshallah, you also tell me after Ramadan. So, basically, postpone all these things for after Ramadan. After Ramadan, we can find out everything about everybody else what you need to know. And the reality is we don't need to know anything. So in any case, all these idle conversations, etc. One is somebody just, mashallah, salam, how are you? Some little bit of asking the person's well-being. You want to just see everybody, something, somebody we are responsible for, or whatever the person is comfortable. But the sitting in groups and talking, this is something that then just leads one thing to another and depletes all this. What is something necessary? By all means, to the extent of the necessity. So this is the general program that we have to create for ourselves. And we keep occupied in this. And then the one very, very important aspect is that we spoke about this atikaf is seclusion. Seclusion from the outside world, alhamdulillah, in one sense we already are secluded. But now with the cell phone, a person as secluded as he is, he is more connected than people were ever before. That he is connected to the whole world. So previously people were not so connected outside the masjid as nowadays a person is connected from inside the masjid also. Now if that remains the situation, then the entire purpose of the atikaf will get defeated. So this is something that we are going to have to make a decision. That that phone will remain off, will remain switched off completely. And maybe at the most specific time of the day, we need to now maybe just find out the well-being, everybody at home, all is fine, whatever the case is, or something of necessity, during maybe just allocate a five-minute time somewhere in the day, once a day, in that five minutes, whatever had to be found out, whatever had to be sent, we do it and switch off. Because if you're going to stay on, then anything on, it's beckoning. Some light will be flicking there, it will beckon also. Come look at me. And then, just come also, you come see now, come see what's happening all over the place. So, it'll keep beckoning. And nafs and shaitan, that will also play its part. So, the best thing is and the right thing is that we have to make atikaf from that phone. We think now, okay, I can handle it correctly, I can use it right and whatever else. But, that is all something that we start off with in this month of Ramadan. How many times people have asked, emailed, etc. That uh, I started off just doing some work and the next thing I realized over an hour went in completely futile things. Okay, Alhamdulillah, it wasn't something haram, but I realized I wasted one and a half, two hours. So one is something of absolute need, fine. To the extent of that need, we did it. But apart from that, the best thing is we keep it completely switched off. And maybe that can be the one message that we can give. That this is now the decision that for the rest of this etikaf, this is going to be the case. So I will see that message, or I will see whatever it is at certain time. So if there's a need, I'll see it at certain time. So this will be, make it conducive to achieve what we are trying to achieve. Yes. Then the very, very important thing we'll conclude on, inshallah, is that in this time that we are here, one is after the program now, after the dhikr, and one, maybe some other time in the day, we will have some collective dua. But that is once a day, twice a day, we will have this dua, inshallah. But in our time, and this is what we should be very giving very high importance to, Dedicating a good amount of our time to dua. Especially at the time of iftar, at the time of tahajjud. These are very special times. Apart from that, a dua ubain al adhanain, between the azan and iqamat. Sometimes we're completing our tasbihat in that time, sometimes we're making some dua. A lot of time in dua, dua for ourselves, dua for our families, dua for our friends, relatives, 
and dua for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is something we should give very high priority to. So this is how we should program ourselves just to recap the main aspects. One is to seclude ourselves. Seclude ourselves in terms of physically we've done it, mentally and emotionally. We didn't expand on this, just very, very briefly on this. There are many concerns, many worries, many things we have to plan. All these things are there. It's part of life. But now that we've come in at the calf, we leave this for after Atikaf. The only time we bring all these things are in our dua. We've got some concern, we bring it in the dua. Sitting and thinking about it is not going to make any difference to us or anybody else. Yes, if there's something that needs some kind of decision and it's something that has to be done now, then we'll have to just give it a small thought, we made the decision, done with it. We communicated the decision and on the end of it. The rest of it, just going in some thought over and over again, rewinding things for the past and going for the future and how it will happen and what will happen. That's not going to help us. What will help us is dua. Then we bring that into dua. Other than that, we keep our heart and mind focused towards what we are supposed to be focusing on. That is that mental and emotional seclusion. That is very important. So these thoughts will come. We are human. We are not something that we can press one button and keep it out. It will come. But when it comes, turn it to dua. Ya Allah, you remove this difficulty from my path. That thought came, we made dua in our heart at that moment, that one dua, and we started in whatever work we are doing. Our zikr, our tasbihat, our tilawat, we carry on with that. This will make that time very productive, and inshallah when we leave after these ten, nine days, ten days, inshallah with the fazl of Allah Ta'ala alone, Allah Ta'ala will make it possible for us to leave with that nisbat and ihsan inshallah. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant me the tawfiq and grant all of us the tawfiq to use this time correctly and may Allah ta'ala bless us with his muhabbat Allah ta'ala bless us with this very great wealth of ihsan Allah ta'ala bless us with this nisbat Allah ta'ala make us among those who are his chosen servants and among those who forever are in his obedience wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil In the Hadith Sharif, that the person who recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause, will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this refers to is that inshallah, with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of righteous actions and Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of staying safe, inshallah, from all sin. This will become the means of this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. When saying La ilaha, to enhance the zikr and to give more fervor to it, to keep the concentration, this is the purpose, and to make the zikr more effective, this mind has to be engaged as well. So when saying la ilaha, to bring to mind that all the ghayrullah, all the evil, all the filth in our hearts, all the illicit things, whatever wrong, whatever wrong desires, all this has been taken and thrown out. And illallah, there is this noor that is coming, that is enveloping the heart. This is the love of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. There are many other ways in which to keep the heart engaged also. In hadith sharif it comes, La ilaha illallah, laysa laha hijabun doon Allah. La ilaha illallah, there is no barrier between La ilaha illallah and the heavens. So, the person imagining that La ilaha has gone straight up to the arsh of Allah ta'ala. And illallah, there is this noor descending and this noor is filling his heart. So in this way, to keep the heart engaged in this thought, also many other things when saying La ilaha at that time, that La ilaha, just as we are negating everything else, we are negating ourselves also. I am nothing. La ilaha, I am also nothing. I have done nothing. I am capable of nothing, not capable of anything. Illallah, only Allah has done. Allah alone is the one providing for me. In this way, inshallah, this will keep the heart and mind engage correctly and it will make the zikr more effective and inshallah we'll find our hearts getting filled with the noor and the barakat of the zikr. Muhammadun <laughs> 
وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 
ولا هم الا فرجتها ولا حاجه هي لك ربا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا او اخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد الله العالمين يا الله اوس مرسيفول اوس غريشس اوس كاي اوس لافيك الله Allah Allah we cannot express shukr for your nearness ya Allah ya Allah we cannot express enough shukr ya Allah ya Allah we can spend our whole life in the whole life in sajda ya Allah ya Allah you not fulfill the Allah requirement of shukr for one nearness of yours ya Allah 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 your innumerable bounties ya Allah countless nearness are showering upon us every second ya Allah Allahu alamin ya Allah how can we ever ya Allah express shukr for all this ya Allah Allah all we can say is that we are incapable of expressing shukr ya Allah Allahu alamin ya Allah ya Allah ya Allah whatever ya Allah you have blessed us with ya Allah ya Allah we praise you for it ya Allah Allahumma lakal hamdu kulluhu wa lakal shukru kulluhu ya Allah every praise is for you alone ya Allah all gratitude is for you alone ya Allah ya Allah all the physical nearness you gave us ya Allah we express shukr for it ya Allah ya Allah all the material bounty is blessed us ya allah we express shukr for it ya allah ya allah you allow us to come in your house ya allah ya allah we are thinking allah expressing shukr for this great nearness ya allah ilahu alamin you brought us ya allah ya allah filthy dirty people like us you allowed us to come in your house ya allah you invited us in your house ya allah you brought us into your house ya allah ya allah this is purely your gift ya allah this is purely your grace and mercy ya allah we are undeserving ya allah we are not worthy of anything ya allah but out of your mercy and grace you brought us ya allah ilahu alamin you have shown such grace upon us ya allah ya allah we begging for more grace ya allah that ya allah enable us to use this time correctly ya allah enable us to achieve the allah what is the mean the purpose of this atikaf ya allah ilahu alamin enable us to use every moment correctly ya allah ilahu alamin grant us the great wealth of ihsan ya allah grant us the wealth of nisbat ya allah Allah connect our hearts to you ya Allah fill our hearts with your mohabbat ya Allah Allah remove all the evils from our hearts ya Allah remove all the filth from our hearts ya Allah remove all the ya Allah the pride the malice the jealousy the arrogance from our hearts ya Allah remove the love of the ego from our hearts ya Allah Allah remove everything that is displeasing to you from our hearts ya Allah فلو هات يا محبتي الله فلو هات يا محبتي الله اللهم ارزقنا حبك اللهم ارزقنا حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك احب الينا من انفسنا واهلينا ومن الماء البارد اله العالمين ليك يا لوف ذا جريتست ثينج ان اور هارتس يا الله اله العالمين يا الله ريموف ذا لوف اوف دنيا فروم اور هارتس يا الله ريموف ذا لوف اوف ذا ايجو فروم اور هارتس يا الله ريموف اول ذا ايفل لوفز فروم اور هارتس يا الله of all the illicit love from our heart ya allah ilahu alamin grant us the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam grant us the love of his mubarak way of life ya allah grant us the love of his sunnah ya allah enable us to love the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahu alamin ya allah allah grant us the love of deen ya allah grant us the love of the amal of deen ya allah grant us the love of tilawat of the quran sharif ya allah grant us the love of salah ya allah grant us the love of zikr and dua ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah in this mubarak month ya allah ya allah mubarak time ya allah in this mubarak night ya allah ya allah we are begging for your forgiveness ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah you make us yours ya allah you become ours and make us yours ya allah 
بلاه العالمين for too long we have been يا الله يا الله in the arms of نفس الشيطان يا الله we have embraced نفس الشيطان for too long يا الله يا الله distances away from نفس الشيطان يا الله يا الله you fill our hearts with your love يا الله you make us yours يا الله إله العالمين enable us to embrace your deen يا الله enable us to embrace your amal of deen يا الله إله العالمين making sincere توبة on this night يا الله يا الله making sincere توبة يا الله that we are يا الله يا الله totally regretting what we have done يا الله We are deeply regretting what we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are remorseful for all the sins we have committed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are pledging, Ya Allah, we will not go back to this in future, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, we have given up all this haram, Ya Allah. All the evils, we have stopped it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, only out of your grace and mercy, accept this tawbah, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on this tawbah, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on this tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from going back to all the haram, Ya Allah. Save us from going back to all the sins and vices, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, grant us the wealth of taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us the wealth of taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us the wealth of taqwa, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, full taqwa in our hearts, Ya Allah. Full taqwa in our eyes and ears and tongue, Ya Allah. Full taqwa in our hands and feet, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, let us think in the light of taqwa, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, every good of dunya and akhirat bless us with it, Ya Allah. Save us from every evil, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices. يا الله إله العالمين grant us the beautiful أخلاق of رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إله العالمين grant us the soft speech of رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إله grant us his soft manner and ways يا الله grant us his compassion and mercy يا الله fill our hearts with the kindness that نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله fill our hearts with compassion يا الله إله العالمين يا الله bless us with all the beautiful أخلاق of رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إله العالمين يا الله يا الله all those who seek give them شفاء كاملة عاجلة مستمرة دائمة Remove every taste of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, whatever difficulty and hardship and problem anybody is experiencing, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have passed away, Ya Allah, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, fill their qabars with noor, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. إله العالمين يا الله إلى the time of our death take us to the كلمة لا إله إلا الله محمد الرسول الله إلى take us on إيمان كامل يا الله take us on توبة النسوح يا الله take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you يا الله إلى save us from the bad death يا الله grant us خاتمة بالخير يا الله إله العالمين make that the happiest moment of our life يا الله إله العالمين make our covers gardens of جنة فاس يا الله إلى grant us the شفاعات of رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى give us جنة الفردوس without any reckoning Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. There is nothing we can present, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us know sins, Ya Allah. Even our, what we call righteous actions are not worthy of presenting, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our niyat and intentions are so broken, Ya Allah. Our amal are so broken, Ya Allah. There is nothing we have done right, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what can we present, Ya Allah? All we can present is our feebleness, Ya Allah. All we can present is our weakness, Ya Allah. All we can present is, Ya Allah, that we are your sinful servants, Ya Allah. But who have full hope in your mercy, Ya Allah. That have full hope in your forgiveness, Ya Allah. That have full hope, Ya Allah, that you are most kareem, Ya Allah. And that you give without deserving, Ya Allah. And that you will shower your mercy upon undeserving people like us, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, give us jannat al without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them, Ya Allah. All those who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, all those who are... Ya Allah, desire is that we should make dua for them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you alone are the giver, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, Ya Allah, we are your servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, we have raised our hands to you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have not asked from anybody else, Ya Allah. We have not begged from any idol, Ya Allah. We have asked you alone, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have said, Ya Allah, Udhuni yastajib lakum, that call unto me, I will answer your call, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever type of call it is, Ya Allah, so broken and so feeble, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the insincere tears we are shedding, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the insincere words we have, Ya Allah. But whatever it is, we have asked you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, with the barakat of the pious among us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept our dua, Ya Allah. Accept our dua, Ya Allah, with the barakat of this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, Ya Allah. Make our complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Make our complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Make us among your true servants, Ya Allah. Make us among your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us among your obedient servants, Ya Allah. 
Make us your true slaves, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, for too long we have been in the slavery of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove us from the slavery of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us your complete slaves, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, remove all the difficulties from each one's part, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, enable us to use the rest of this Mubarak month correctly, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, accept all the ibadah that has taken place, Ya Allah. Give us a topic of more, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, throughout the world, wherever Atikaf is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of each one getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Rahmat descending on the entire universe, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of the oppression being lifted from the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, throughout the world, wherever the Ummah is suffering, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering and hardships of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the Ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the poverty of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, we acknowledge whatever is happening is due to our sins, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive us and forgive the entire Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahu Alameen, grant us and the entire Ummah the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down your Rahmat, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make the Ummah come back onto the way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahu Alameen, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, begged for. Allah, we also begging for all the good, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, sought refuge from, Allah, grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا تقبل منا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله